Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Reaction Monday on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's Payne and Pendergast. And for those guys, I'm Sean Bajani. He's Brandon Scott. Good morning, everybody. Appreciate you joining us here on Sports Radio 610 on a Reaction Monday. If you'd like to be a part of the show, we welcome it. 713-572-4610. We want to hear from you. You can call or text the trailer wheel and frame text line 713-572-4610. Hit us up on Twitter as well, at Brandon K. Scott, at Sean Bajani. So yesterday, I think, should have absolutely solidified the future of this staff if it hadn't been already in your mind. And like, Bajani, what are you talking about? These have been like dead men walking for a long time in regards to Lovey Smith, Pep Hamilton, this entire staff. And I won't disagree with you. I've been right there with you. However... Conversations were actually being had here in recent weeks on these very airwaves by you, by some hosts, you know, talking about considering the fact, playing around with the idea that, hey, as well as this Texans team has been playing over the course of the last few weeks, has Lovey Smith done enough, shown enough to save his job, to warrant consideration for a return? When, again, Last segment, we're 15 minutes removed, B. Scott, from playing audio from the likes of Malik Collins and Jerry Hughes and me telling you firsthand about the reaction that I heard from Christian Kirksey who called into question energy. And when you allude to that you're taking a team for granted when you have no business in taking a team for granted at all, when you had not been favored in one single solitary game, not just this season, but maybe all of last season. I can't remember if they were or not be Scott. And if they were, Vegas is dumb. They absolutely shouldn't have. That's the one time I could actually say that because they've taken a lot of my money and yours over the years. Yeah, maybe Jacksonville. Maybe Jacksonville. Maybe Jacksonville last year. If the Texans would have beat Jacksonville yesterday, there's not a question in my mind that they enter Week 18 as three-point favorites over the uh, fighting Jeff Saturdays. There's not a question in my mind. Yeah, but instead, instead they don't, and right. I think they're like two point dogs or whatever it is as they opened yesterday. Yeah, as they should. Be. You know what? Just real quick, Sean, on that, I was also at. I know we're about to talk about Lovey Smith here in the coaching staff, but I can remember at some point last week being concerned about the Texans winning one of these last couple of games, mm-hmm. and that concern is gone. Like obviously they lost against Jacksonville, so. Naturally, that concern is gone. Yeah. But based off of how they played, like you don't have that same feeling about the Texans after the Kansas City Chiefs game, after the Dallas Cowboys game of like, 
hey, you know what? That's a team that huh maybe could. Like I was listening to to Wade Smith with Ron the Show Hughley after our show on Friday, and he's like, "Yeah, I expect the Texans to win based off of how they've played yeah. in recent weeks." I'm sure he doesn't feel that way anymore. You know, you just based off of how me, they played on Sunday. You just gave me a really reassuring thought because the Indianapolis Colts under Jeff Saturday's watch, like, okay, yeah, look, there have been some bad clock management issues, all of that. I mean, it's been a lot of bad stuff across the board. But you know what? They've had some leads in these games. They got up 33 to nothing on somebody last week. You know, was it last week or two was weeks it, ago? Was it, it was the Vikings. And, no, 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 no. Was it the Vikings? Yeah, because the Vikings, oh, yeah, came, sure back, the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings yeah, yeah. came back and erased the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Oilers yeah, from at least the wor- having the worst uh, comeback or uh, blown lead in NFL history. Now, yeah. obviously, that was a playoff game. Yeah, did, the Oilers, did, yeah. well, did the city of Houston a solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't remember the opponent. But that's my point. It's like. They've had the propensity to be able to come out and jump on teams early. Like, I feel better about the fact now that Jeff Saturday could get his guys to come out with the proper energy, not take the Texans for granted, and just play with a little piss and vinegar in Week 18 more than I do Lovey Smith getting his guys ready to do the same thing. And that's kind of that's interesting. That, that's that's kind of where I'm going because I, I mentioned to you yesterday. I felt like in the locker room the mood was. In large, and I'm, I'm speaking in generalities here, but the message in totality, rather, uh, from the team, I felt like it was, you know what? It's our last home game. We can kind of let our hair down a little bit and, and, and kind of peel back the curtain. Here's a little bit more raw emotion. You know, we haven't heard any time last year has been referenced to players in the locker room. It's that's uh, last year. Coaches, eh, that's last year. We're not talking about last year. We're talking about this year. Nick Casario, too. No, Malik Collins just flat out questioned the team's pride or lack thereof and said, this reminds me of last year yep. and how abhorrent, embarrassing, pitiful that was last year under his watch in the first real year of this teardown, not even the rebuilding stages of it. But I, what solidified it for me yesterday was when you're in a position and you're already down big against a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars who came into your house and very well could have slept walked through the game like you did, yeah. for Davis Mills to literally throw a bat corner fade to Rex Burkhead to cause Seth Payne to have a conniption next to you and I. We were <laughs> we sandwiched him in the press box where we were sitting. Yes, we did. Yeah. He just lost his, you know what? He lost his mind. Yeah. And I was right there with him. If you don't have the balls, you know, to 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 recognize the situation and be like, you know what, here's an opportune time to give a dude that I know is going to be a part of this team or I think could be a part of this team next year, or here's a guy that I need to see something from. You throw it to Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Well, it, but Sean, even if it's not on an evaluation standpoint, like Let's just assume, since Dam- especially since Damian Pierce is out for the season and is not playing, let's just assume that the guy that you described does not exist on this team. Let's just assume that there that there is no such guy like that. Mm-hmm. It's still a non-competitive play call. Yeah, like regardless, and, yeah. and, and and maybe there's not a better option, and I, and I would dispute that. I do think that there is a better option than, than that play. I would say. Any play would, sure. be, would be a better option. How many catches did Chris Moore have yesterday? How many targets did he have yesterday? That's a good question. I'm I'm not sure, you but know, it, it didn't it did not seem like he was as as involved as he should have been. And then there was even the I can't remember if he was the intended target, but remember in the second half when Davis Mills has those back to back overthrows where he's got a guy wide open. It was Cooks. He overshot by a mile, and the other Lovey one was a Smith tight end, standing maybe? on the sideline couldn't have caught that ball. Yeah. Um, 
And the other one, I think, was Jordan Akins. Okay, yeah, I, th- I thought it was a tight end. I couldn't remember which one from the angle that I had. But, but yeah, man. Moore it's was like- targeted five times yesterday for three catches and not one red zone. Not one even close because they didn't sniff the red zone very much yesterday, but not even one close to the red zone and not an option at all for Davis Mills, who continuously stares down his targets. Yeah, It's been Rex Burkhead. It was Rex Burkhead on two third and eights in the second half. It was Rex Burkhead on that back corner fade attempt in the first half, um, which wasn't close. And, you know, Chris Moore... Is, is that guy for me. You know, he's one of those veteran wide receivers that I'd like to see stick around, you know, to, to help bring some younger guys along. You know, John Mechie, you know, here's hoping that, you know, he, he, he beats cancer and is able to come back and uh, live out his dream next year. And who knows the, the type of career that he could have. I'm here for that to see John Mechie catch touchdown passes in the NFL after having done so a couple of years ago at Alabama from Bryce Young. I'm yeah. here for that. I need to see that. I need that in my life. And you do, too. You deserve it, Houston. But Pep Hamilton, for everybody, has kind of been solidified as dead man walking for a long time. But I'm talking like total body of work. You know, there was the report that came out, what, a couple nights ago or yesterday before yesterday, the game? Yeah, this one of, it was one of those 6 a.m. reports. I've been holding on to this for the last couple of days, but we drop it on an NFL Sunday type of report. So yeah. I think you're talking about from NFL Network. Yes. Evaluations, yeah. of course, that's not a shocker, uh, will be made of this staff. Staff changes possible. Um, yeah, you think? And uh, the totality, total body of work will be taken into account when uh, making determinations of this staff. Okay, total body of work, period, done, not good enough. Yeah. If it's a business, which it is, and I'm not a businessman. I'm the first to tell you that. But I'd presume what a good businessman would do in this situation, if you're Nick Casario, if you're Cal McNair, when it comes that time to ask themselves a question, can I do better? Every businessman does that. Yeah. Can I do better at various points throughout the course of a calendar year? Is that person available that I can do better with? When the answer is yes and yes, you tell the incumbent, thanks but no thanks, sorry, we appreciate you, but we're going to go in a different direction. It's just business. The Texans cannot be worried about optics. This is a unique situation where Nick Casario is going to be charged, should be charged with hiring a third coach in three years. And the Texans are going to be firing a third coach in three years. The Texans cannot be worried about optics in that regard. Within the coming weeks, they're going to make a decision on head coach. The past two hires of Cully and Smith, they were the last hires in the league. It can't be the case this time, and I don't think it will be the case this time. They'll either shock everybody and retain Lovey, or they're going to, you know, make a big splash. And it could almost be anybody, but they are probably, and they should be one of the first teams to hire their head coach and fill out a staff in the league this year, which for the last two years had been the very last. And it's not about being first, it's about being right. But I think those guys are right underneath their noses, and it's about making the determination who the very best fit is. And that should give us a really good indication, B. Scott, of who they're looking at, you know, come April 27th. Yeah, and I would agree with your point about optics and them not necessarily needing to worry about optics, but I wouldn't say because they're not important. I would just say because the optics are are already shot to hell anyway. Yes. Like the, the you op- couldn't do worse. No, yeah, the optics at this point, if you were going to be worried about it or if it was something for you to be concerned about, you've already sort of, ruin that like Mm -hmm. they're gonna 
Critics of the Texans are going to continue to be critics until they give them a reason to be otherwise, to feel otherwise. Even if they hire a coach I feel like that people like, it's still going to come with the side eye of like, like think about this. Just insert a name of whoever you like as your favorite candidate, your personal favorite candidate for next Texans head coach. They hire that guy. The Texans hire that guy. Mm -hmm. I'd bet you that the response from a lot of people is going to be, oh, poor guy. (laughs) Sure. Like like the guy who takes that job. Well, even with the number one overall pick, even with all the resources that the Texans have, even with all of the reasons for hope and optimism within the organization, because of all of the calamity over the last few years, because of the optics of the last couple of years. Yeah. Whatever hire they make, whatever decisions that they make is going to be met with some level of earned and rightful skepticism. So they might as well just go with it anyway. That That's what makes me wonder, Sean, how much due diligence they've been doing behind the scenes. And I'm sure they have been. But leading up to this moment, as we're talking about Lovey Smith and, and the current coaching staff sort of solidifying itself mm-hmm. as not being the staff of the future, which I think we already knew. Maybe even when they got hired, perhaps we knew deep down. I was right there. Yeah. That's per, that's where I'm per, coming per, from. Perhaps deep down we've known this from the very beginning. But I just think it's just super important that they've been doing their due diligence all along on who that what that next coaching staff is going to look like. Because we did get a text that I thought was from, from the 281 that I actually thought was pretty good. The only reason to fire Lovey and his entire staff is because we can hire a coach who can compete with Doug Peterson. Otherwise, we are churning through coaches and imperiling our good GM. Now, I don't necessarily agree with every point there. I don't think I, it's I, just Doug Peterson. I yeah, think it's it, Mike right. Vrabel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't forget about him. Or, or, or Andy Reid or Sean McDermott. Like The the goal eventually sure. is to get even past that, you yes, know, yes. or whatever the Colts are going to end up doing. Like You're trying to compete with this entire AFC outfit that is littered with great quarterbacks and really good to great coaches and you have neither so like you've got a lot of work to do to get from what i always call from here which is hell to there which is relevant you know so uh i i just think that regardless of you know how you feel about it you know should should lovey smith have ever been hired has this coaching process been bungled from the very beginning like this is an opportunity to right the wrong to take that drastic step one that we talked about last week about teams that have made like significant one-year turnarounds you could do that with the right head coach hire 100%. and p- pairing it with the number one overall pick who i will again say go get right yeah and i don't think it's me fully trusting nick is yeah, to, yeah, to, that, to that any too. degree that, that's another thing that i would disagree with on the not that nick is is a bad gm but I certainly don't think that he's done enough yet no. to be classified as a good GM. You can like him all you want, but good GM, he has not proven himself to be just yet. You're right, and and what I'm saying is it's not that I'm fully trusting Nick Casario, but and I might this might come across as such, and maybe I am. Maybe maybe I'm giving him a little bit too much credit. But to your point that you bring up, I agree with that. You kind of make this Lovey Smith hire because that was right there underneath your nose. It was kind of an easy decision. He was already in house with familiar, you know, with the staff in large part, you know, the building, things like that. Casario, maybe there was a relationship there, a workable relationship. And certainly somebody that knew, you know, the talent that did currently exist um, defensively. Um, 
And and so you make that higher under the impression that this is going to be a really rough year, but this guy's much more equipped to handle it than David Cully was. As unfortunately, you spent way too much money and years on from a contract standpoint and finding out over the course of 18 plus weeks last season. It was a poor decision, an uncalled for one, and maybe it was a job in which Lovey Smith flat out didn't want at that point in time. Maybe he saw, hey, you know what? The the picking's right here. I can kind of get in and really turn some things around under false pretenses, maybe unbeknownst to him. Um, And he was dead man walking without even knowing it entering this season. I don't know. There are so many things, so many questions that we won't have the answers to. But I'm kind of operating under the sense that, you know what, this is in large part what happened this season. Maybe it didn't look that way. You just said something very important to me during the break. You know, you, you kind of you wanted the outcome in terms of solidifying that number one overall pick. You yeah. wanted them to lose. You just didn't want it to look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, like you, you want them to lose. Not because you actually want them to lose. You want them to lose so that they can win. Like yes, you're losing, yes. you're losing the game, and this is the force for the trees argument. Like people are like, "Wow, could you root for them to lose?" Well, I want them to lose the game. I want them to win the number one overall pick, so we don't have this pitiful ass football team to watch again next year. Like I, I'm actually rooting them, rooting for them to win because losing is winning in this case. Like you've got to be able to see beyond that. Like you want them, and so in that case, you want them to lose, but. Wheel routes to Rex Burkhead in the red zone. <laughs> you know, uh, Rex Burkhead plays on fourth down or right. like any. That's not what you want it to look like. <laughs> Anything involving Rex Burkhead. No, that's not what you're here for. Yeah. And that was the impression that I was under, too, four weeks ago when they brought Davis Mills back into the starting line and into, as the starting quarterback. And it's like, OK, like we kind of get it. You know, we could see the forest through the trees mm-hmm. here, but you as coaches and players, you're still trying to win these games. You're still trying and charged right, exactly. with the responsibility of developing. Exactly. You know, how how is Davis Mills, it's, it was just a microcosm of the way that you treated him with kid gloves all season long. How are you putting him in the best situation to be successful by trotting Jeff Driscoll out there and taking valuable red zone opportunities away from a young quarterback you know, who's not even played a full two seasons in this league. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. give the guy a chance. He might not be long for the job here, but at the same time, like, you're screwing this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the way that I was looking at it initially when they brought him back, and that's kind of the way that I look at it right now. It's like, dude, you're dialing up this horse crap call to Rex Burkhead's back shoulder fade in the end zone. It's like, what situation are you putting this guy in? Like, Chad Beebe somewhere, you know, Texans training camp legend was like rolling over, just mind blown, dying. You know, like if you were going to throw a back of the corner, you know, shoulder uh, fade to the in the end zone to a short white guy, Chad Beebe's your dude, yeah. not Rex Burkhead. Yeah, where, where's where's Drew Estrada <laughs> when you need him? Where's the, Drew Estrada? The, 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 the Baylor kid, the undrafted Baylor kid that they had out there. Give me Johnny Johnson the yeah. third, like you know somebody. Where's Jalen Camp? <laughs> Where's my guy? God, dog it! I can't remember the. Where, where's Davion? I was trying to think about Sam Houston State guy who was on the practice squad. He might be injured. I'm know. not sure. I was watching Philip Dorsett and Brandon Cook's reaction. They just they were in my line of sight. Like everybody was just like hands up in the air and just like, yeah, like what is <laughs> head that? down on that play? It's like come on, bro. Yeah, what it, are we doing? And for me, it's it's not as much about even putting Davis Mills in a bad spot because I think Davis Mills is only but so much. But they put themselves in a bad spot. We're under, yeah. we're under the pretense that they're not trying to lose these games. 
And so if you're not trying to lose these games, why are you throwing the ball to, to Rex Burkhead on a wheel route in the end zone or putting him out there on fourth down? I don't get it. He's Brandon Scott, Sean Bajani. We're in for Payne and Pendergast. Appreciate you joining us. We're going to roll into hour number two. And coming up next, I'll give you three things the Texans absolutely need more than ever before. That's next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 